Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast. Providing podcasts with a flat rate for ad space so you can always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podco.com at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast blog access 101 in the how did you hear about podcast Podgo section of the application. Welcome back to Blog Access 101. I'm your host, Young Hibachi. Follow us on social media at Blog Access 101 on Twitter and Instagram. Also, don't forget about a $100 cash at giveaway. Um, that we be giving away $100 once you reach 3,000 views. Uh, this is episode 41. I'm here today with my co-host, Nat. What up, Nat? Hey, Rob. How you doing today? Uh, pretty good, yourself? I'm cool. You know, just taking it easy on this Sunday. That's how you got to do it. All right, we're going to jump right into the first topic uh, with the Jazz contenders or pretenders. I'll let you start off which one you think they are. I think it's time we start to take the Jazz seriously. I think th- I think they are a team that can contend. Uh, will they actually do it is a different story, but I don't, you know, a lot of their reputation as pretenders is because of what we've seen, obviously, in the postseason uh, and, you know, I, I know for me, a lot of that has more to do with Rudy Gobert than anyone else because he keeps winning, winning, you know, the defensive player of the year and he's hyped by the media. And then he, similar to Giannis in a different way, but similar to Giannis in that he doesn't look like he's any kind of real threat and obviously he's not their offensive threat but he doesn't really do anything on defense we've seen Steph embarrass him in the postseason we've seen uh, Harden do it we've seen other players so he really doesn't seem to be able to do anything and that may not be fair maybe with saying the Warriors and Steph because and and Harden because those two teams were just much better teams but they had a 3-1 lead last year up on on Denver and they they lost it and it's not so much that they lost a 3-1 lead but like Denver really isn't as superior of a team to them and was not so the fact that they did that without Denver really having yes you know Joker is no joke so you do have to take him seriously and Jamal Murray was playing out of his mind in the bubble but regardless they are not a team that is like far superior to the to the jazz that i think they should have been able to pull this off that's not like a 3-1 comeback where lebron james is coming back on you um and you also have kyrie as the as as a as a number two option it's not the same as the warriors coming back on okc where you have stephen curry and clay thompson and they are one of the 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 best regular season teams of all time this is this is the denver nuggets and so with all of that history, it's one of the reasons why people don't take them seriously. That being said, they do look like a different team this year. And it should be noted that last year they didn't have Conley. He was on the squad, if I remember correctly, but he was injured. And so you have Mike Conley, who's having an unbelievable season, probably, and I think we're going to talk about this, um, but probably there's a case that he's an all-star snub. And, um, he's playing, there are some people who think he is the team's MVP. So, you know, even over Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. So, you know, you have Mike Conley, um, you have uh, 
Donovan doing what he's kind of been doing and progressing a little bit each year. So you're having Donovan, who's having a great season, and Rudy Gobert playing the defense that he does that always helps their team. So collectively, they're just playing well. They're playing, uh, you know, they kind of remind me of like Spurs teams. People keep comparing them to that first um, Golden State 2014-2015 um, finals team, but I, I don't think they're like that. I think of them more like the Spurs, those Spurs teams that played uh, the Heat, and even though they don't have a Tim Duncan, I mean, Tim Duncan wasn't in his prime, but he was still Tim Duncan, but even though they don't have a player of that caliber, the way that they collectively, everyone plays a part in them winning games is what, what it's more reminiscent of to me. So do I think that they have a team that can contend? Yes. And if they keep playing this level of basketball, I think they are, you know, I think they're a tough out. I think they are to be taken a little seriously. I think if you, if you don't take them seriously and treat them like they're the teams of the past, that may not be a good thing. So um, I, think, I think they're real. I think they're legit. Yeah, you know, I've been I've been the Utah Jazz probably biggest critic. Um, you know, I always say they were bluffing, but you know, they've still been holding on. Twenty-seven to seven is no nothing to disrespect, especially uh, when they've been playing. I was shocked that they lost to uh, Miami on Friday. Um, that was a, a shocker to me. Um, but you know, they're you know they're eight and two in their last ten games. They beat like the Clippers. Obviously, LA was hurt, but you know, it still was a decent team. Uh, well, it was another team. That, oh, they beat us that Monday, even though we didn't have any B, but they still beat us. Um, they beat the Bucks, beat the Celtics. Um, so they've been playing some pretty decent teams. Not like they've been playing like court teams that's not, not going to be in playoff race. So they've been showing up, showing that they can uh, win as well as also being able to win on the road. That's something my Sixers don't know how to do. Uh, they're 12 and 5 on the road, 15 2 at home. I think. Yeah, I think, I think they finally passed as the best home team record since we lost to the Cavs last night. Don't ask me how we did that. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I, I, I like the I like Jordan Clarkson. Um, I always liked his game. I hope hopefully he gets six men in a year. Yeah. If not, if, if yeah, if, definitely. Shake got injured, so you know I would want to see him win that award. Uh, you know, I don't think people talk about him enough. All I usually hear about is Mitchell and uh, Gobert. And obviously, my guy Mike Conley, but uh, I, I feel like we should give Jordan Clarkson his flower. He's been playing pretty well. Yeah, that's a really good point. I agree. Jordan Clarkson's having an amazing year. And it's like really, it's crazy because nobody's like really even talking about it. Uh, I mean, you might hear it here and there when they talk about the six million a year award, but other than that, you really don't hear it. Um, I like Royce O'Neal. He's a he's a quiet guy that does the dirty work. Um, nobody really talks about him. I mean, he doesn't put up great numbers, but you know. He's a guy that, that does the dirty work. I was not, I wouldn't consider him Ben Wallace because he can actually shoot a little bit, but he does like a lot of the dirty work on the rebounds outside of Gobert and um, on the defense end. And then I love my YMCA guy, uh, Joe Ingles. I tell people all the time, the hoops like he's in the NBA rec league, but somehow he still gets buckets. Joe but, Ingles is so annoying. Like he just doesn't look like he should be able to play basketball, and yet somehow he always hurts your team. <laughs> yeah, he plays like a slow game, and then but it somehow I remember when he cooked Paul George and then won them playoff series, and I'm just like, okay, maybe this guy's all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely like your team. I I, I think um, the ways I, I think they might end up being in the conference finals. Um, I feel like they're going to knock off one of those L.A. teams, and I probably think it's going to be the Clippers. Um, 
You know, I'm still high on LA Lakers right now. I, I think AD will come back healthy by the time the playoff season comes around. If I was the Lakers, I really wouldn't play him until that time. Um, I feel like this team can make it to the playoffs without AD and maybe a, a late season trade, probably trying to get Bradley Bill, but I don't think the Wizards are trying to trade him. They, they actually, sadly, they're crazy to say they actually been playing decent lately as of late, seven and three. And they've uh, been winning some games. I don't know how they've been winning them, but you know, I think the Russ and uh, Bradley Bill thing is finally starting to work. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think with, you know, with the whole them, like the Utah Jazz, for example, the other night losing to Miami, uh, that that's always the case, right? These teams that are like really good and clearly better than other teams, they always have like a, some stupid wins in there. I mean, when the Miami Heat, when they were the big three, were having that that big run where they went, what, like 30-something games without losing. Who was it that broke their record? I think it was the Bulls, right? I yeah, it was, it was some sorry team. I was like, how the hell? <laughs> I mean, they weren't sorry, but it was still like a team that shouldn't have won. Same thing with the Warriors. Like, when they were on that win streak, that crazy win streak, it was the Bucks, And it, the Bucks were not the Bucks who they are now at that time. So, and it was the Bucks who 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 beat them and ended that. So, that that always happens. But what, what I will say about the Heat, too, like the Wizards, is they are playing better basketball right now. And I think we got to remember that with both of these teams, uh, they had a lot of issues with COVID and different things and you're putting new stars together. So with Brad Beal and Russ, you were putting two new players together. And as much as we clown and we joke on Russ, he is still a former MVP. While I didn't agree with that choice, he's still a former MVP. He's still a former top five player in the NBA. And he's still, you know, he, he's still Russell Westbrook so you know and Brad Bill is obviously getting better every year and 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 showing us who he can be uh his offensive game is 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 I mean he's he's good so you know I I think it was a matter of time before they started to look like an NBA team I don't think the COVID issues and and all of that helped so I I, I do think they're starting to come together um, they might make like a late playoff push. I don't think in the East, you're going to have to be a, a team that's over 500 to make it. So um, to have two players of Beal and Russ's caliber, I, I think that would probably always put you in, at, in the East at least, in contention to probably make the playoffs. And for the Heat, same thing. They, they battled a lot of COVID issues, not having their full squad injuries, all those things. So I do think the heat was a better team that we than we were seeing and so I think they're only going to get better as well so it doesn't really shock me that they were a team that could have beaten um Utah I don't think they're a better team than Utah right now but I, I think that people when we talk about these teams because of their records and the way they were performing we're just like oh they're a bad team but some some teams are not their record most times your record is who you are but some teams are not their record and I, I think that's going to be the case for the Lakers can they make the playoffs without without AD probably will they drop a lot more games yes and would they drop in the standings yes and so that may not matter if they drop in the standings if they're going to get him back but um that they would then be a team that their record doesn't reflect their actual ceiling. And so um, as far as AD coming back, his injury is not one to like not take seriously. So, and him playing on whatever, cause he had like kind of an Achilles injury. It wasn't, you know, 
obviously it wasn't ruptured, but he had an Achilles injury. Then he went out and played again. And then I think, what was the new injury? Is it a calf strain or what did he do further when he came back and played? But he, he, I, he may have re-aggravated the injury, but he also made it like worse. So I don't know. I don't know what to expect when AD comes back. I'm not certain. I know they're going to obviously have him back. I'm not sure how effective he'll be. Um, he's AD, so he's still going to, he's still going to be good. He's AD. Like even this year that he wasn't playing at his ceiling, he was still helping the squad. But you do need AD to be the person we saw last year in the finals, I think for the Lakers to be that dominant team. And if he's not playing at that level, then I, I do think the Lakers have risk. Yeah. And what was, it's just like, I don't, I think LA might probably slip to a, a four or five seed, but I, I feel like they're still going to be uh, somewhat decent um, in the playoffs as long as he's healthy. But like you said, isn't that injury is nothing to play with, especially uh, with ha- we saw what happened with KD. Um, when he had that injury uh, with the calf strain that led to a torn Achilles. So I think they need to choose wisely how they play him. Yeah. And you know, the thing about year 18, Braun, 35 year old, Braun, is he 35 or 36? I never remember his age, but the thing about always pointing that out is like, now you're starting to see how him having to play these heavy minutes without AD how his age and being year 18 is an issue, right? Like you're seeing it on the court. And so it's it's while you're getting AD back, you're also tiring out LeBron James. Um, and so I think that's also something to like, just be mindful of. It, it is happening and we're seeing it as it plays out on the court. So I think the Lakers have, it, it, might, it might be to their benefit to try to get some additional help in there. Um, I've heard people throw out Boogie Cousins. I don't, I don't think Brad Beal is the real option for the Lakers because if Brad Beal is really on the table, I think the Warriors have more assets to put out for him. Um, I think there's other teams that can probably put out more and this wouldn't be like a Bradley Beal requesting a trade and wanting to go to a certain team. This would be about the Wizards trying to get the best assets. So I I don't think the Lakers have the best to offer to even get Bradley Beal. so I, I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's Andre Jum, Drummond. These are all names that have been thrown out, but I think I think they need to get some help to help LeBron because if he if they don't and he's exerting himself like this until AD comes back, I don't think that that's an ideal situation either. Um, and as, as far as your, this isn't the topic, but as far as your Sixers, you know, I, I don't know about that game last night either but it you know you guys have only beaten three teams over 500 I I saw that today and I didn't realize that is that true yeah we we, I I tell people we play teams that's bad we always just play around lax I don't know why we do that uh but you know we didn't have Tobias Harris yesterday I mean obviously it's not an excuse um still we should have won that game um, but, you know, the Cavs have been a team that's been sneaking up on a lot of good teams this year and finding a way to win, which has been really crazy. Um, but Embiid did what he had to do. And, you know, a lot of people talking about Ben Simmons. He played pretty well. Um, our problem was Seth Curry was um, building a mansion last night uh, with all them bricks. I think it went like one for 12 or something like that. So, yeah, I don't care about the loss of the Cavs. I think what's more concerning is your record against teams over 500 and versus the West teams is not very good. And so... Like if they were to somehow make it out of the East, 
if you can't beat those teams in the West, then you have no shot. And so to me, that's the more concerning stat, not the fact that they lost to the Cavs. I mean, I think I think that we lost to, I mean, we beat the team that we, I'm worried about the most coming out of the West, the Lakers, and that was with AD. Um, but barely, uh, you held on. Yeah, we yeah, held we, on. Yeah, we did what we had to do. And we, you know, we blew. That, we but that team, that, that wasn't a convincing win that would make me say they would beat the Lakers in a series. That was, you pulled out a win, but that was a, that was a game the Lakers could have won too. So we, it we wasn't was up, a dominant win. We was up 10 and then we just, like like I said, we just get lack sometimes and then teams come back on us. And, but that time but that's what the best teams do. That's what the best teams do. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll be right. I mean, we just, we just got to stay healthy. That's one of our problems, staying healthy right now. Make sure everybody, once we stay healthy, I think we'll be good. Um, I'm, not, I'm not really worried about it. Um, and to the Bradley Peel, I think he probably, if they trade, I think he might probably go to Miami. I feel like Miami got the best, most assets out to get Bradley Peel. Yeah, I don't, I don't see, it doesn't seem like the Wizards want to trade him and it doesn't seem like he wants to be traded. So I'm, I'm a little curious as to why the talk is the way it is. And now with them playing better basketball and looking like they may have something, the Wizards just may go into a different direction. So just like the same thing with the Levine noise, like he seems to be playing out of this, out of his mind. I, like, I don't see why people think he's going to get traded either. So I think the trade deadline is going to be interesting. I don't, I don't know that these players are really out there, you know, but there could definitely be more talks going on behind the scenes that we just don't know, but I'm not really clear why people think these two players are possible available players. So it, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I'm just waiting for that notification to come on my phone that says Kyle Lowry's traded to the Philadelphia 76ers, you know. Explain that to me. Why do Sixers fans think he's going to be a good fit for the Sixers? Because I think the teams that I've heard out there are Sixers, Heat, and Clips. And I think in terms of fit, he's best on the Clippers. And I think if the Clippers get Kyle Lowry, they become the team to be. I, I <laughs> That's a damn good team. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if yeah. they get Kyle Lowry. How, yeah. I, you're using Ben off the ball if Kyle comes? I, like, neither one of them to me, the ball was better in both of their hands. I don't, even if either one of them could play off ball, I don't think you get the true value of them by putting either one of them off ball. I mean, he's coming off your bench. I'm trying to understand. No, I mean, Kyle Lowry was playing a little bit of the uh, the two guard um, when he was out there with Fred Van Fleet. I feel like he can run the two. I don't don't see a problem with that. I mean, Ben still probably be bringing the ball up and all that. Um, But I just feel like he brings more defense to our team as well as shooting. You know, a lot of people say Ben doesn't shoot threes. Uh, Shout out to my guy Ben hitting that three last night. Make food the haters wrong. and I just feel like we have more shooting at the guard position, and I probably move Danny Green to the bench, uh, even though Danny Green playing decent thus far this year. Or it's either him or Seth Curry, and it might—I I don't know—it might. I, I would say they probably bring Seth Curry off the bench, but I don't know why, because um, Danny Green probably has more defense than Seth. But you know, well, Seth's been in a little slump since he came back from that COVID. I mean, he'd be off and on. But I probably, yeah, I probably I'll take I keep Danny Green as he plays defense. I'll just keep I'll just take out. That is your starting two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I don't see Larry like playing. 
I, he can play the two. I don't, I'm not saying he can't. I'm saying, I don't, I don't think you get the best value out of Kyle Lowry with him being your two. Oh, I mean, we're really him do is just shoot and play like deep, deep has been playing his whole entire career. We don't even be having like the extraordinary numbers he had in that uh, championship series. It's not about numbers. It's about his playmaking abilities and what he brings on that end. And you, you already have the playmaker in Ben, but that that's the 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 his game is also about you know setting up his teammates, the playmaking he brings. So. You know, like like the Clippers would get a lot out of having a playmaker on the court with them. Do I think that they need it? Some would say no, but I think that they get the most that they need a playmaker. And um, with the Heat, he would be an upgrade, right? He would be a, a, an upgrade. I don't think him going to the Heat would make them contenders, though. Or I don't, I don't think him going to the Heat elevates them enough to win the championship. That's probably better to say. He, he probably wouldn't make them contenders. I don't think he makes them a team that would win. But I think he does push the Clippers over. Um, and I, 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 I just don't see his, like, I see his fit on, on the Bucks. if you move Drew to the two. I'm just not seeing it on the Sixers. I just want my man to come home, man. We we never bring our, our guy from back home to our team or sign him. I never really understood that with the Sixers right. franchise. So there's some love for Kyle because he's from that area, but I'm just talking about actual fit for your team. You really think that he's a fit? Oh yeah. I, oh, I think he's a perfect fit. You know, we need we need somebody. We, we're probably gonna put Ben on KD when we played him in the playoffs. And would you need somebody to uh, guard Kyrie? I mean, obviously, you're not going to fully st- ever stop Kyrie, but at least slow him down. Yeah, he'd, he'd definitely be someone good to defend Kai. Look, I mean, really good players learn how to make things work. So I'm sure they could figure it out. But yeah, it would be interesting. I mean, I think he's a better fit for the Clippers, but, you know, Obviously, he's definitely going to add a lot to either one of those teams, I'm sure. But I, I would be, I would be pretty, I would be concerned about fit and so how long it would take them to figure that out in Philly. And I think going to the Clippers, he already knows how to play with Kawhi, and he already knows how to play with um, the other one, their big man. What's his name? Yes, Ibaka. So he already he already have the chemistry with them, and they also already know how to win together. So you're just talking about Paul George, who actually acclimates to other players fairly easily. So just from a fit perspective, having won with those guys before, chemistry, all of those things, I just think that. I mean, I would like I would like to see it, but I also feel like it would like be really hard to beat that team. So in that regard, I don't want him coming to the West. Um, but I, whew, if that ends up coming to fruition, I think the Clippers are, I, I think they're the team. I think that they elevate themselves above LA with that move, with above the Lakers with that move. I, I think they do become the best team in the league on paper. Obviously that has to translate, but on paper, I think they become the best team in the league. 
Yeah, I, I definitely that'll be a good. I mean, uh, I also, obviously, it'd be a better fit with him with the Clippers because they actually need a legitimate point guard. I love Paul. I'm Pat Beverly, um, but yeah, he's he's not the guard that's gonna lead them to the championship. He, I love the, the deep intensity he brings. Maybe a good guy to come off the bench in the second unit, but definitely not a starting point guard. Uh, I feel like Kyle Lowry might push him over the top, um, especially if Lakers don't come back fully healthy. So uh, yeah, I think that'll be that'll be the dark horse. But I just feel like they're gonna trade him to us because I know the uh, Raptors said they they would honor his trade because of his loyalty. But they said right. But the three teams that have been mentioned are those three. So I think those are the three teams he's open to going to. I don't think his preference is Philly. Maybe it is because that's his hometown. But it seems like he's no. He said no. He said no. He's 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 he blatantly said he wanted to play for Philly. Because he from there, so I mean, I think that's the number one destination for him. He said that before, but I'm saying in terms of the, the places he he's willing to be open to this year, it's those three teams. It's Miami, Philly. Are you saying this year he said he wants to play for Philly, or you're just talking about in the past? I'm saying like I want oh, no, to play he, for my hometown he said he team. Cool coming home and playing with us. Uh, but this year he said that I might have missed it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying he didn't. I just I didn't hear that this year. Yeah, he definitely said he wants to play with us. So I feel like we're definitely the number one option. I just feel like you got to give him at least a respectable trade. But this year, I'm asking. He said that this year he wants to come and play for Philly. Yeah, I think if somebody like, like a reporter like asked him okay. about the Philadelphia rumors, and he was like, he would love to come home and play with us. So. Oh yeah, I don't think that that means that Philly's his preference. I just think it means like he that you know. <laughs> I could be wrong, but I just that just sounds like someone who's like, yeah, I'd love to play in my hometown. I mean, we'll be but, the best team to win a championship. I mean, because the, the Clippers still got to go through LA, the other LA team. So I don't. What else? They become better if they get Kyle Lowry. The Lakers are not this far superior team to the the Clippers. We don't know because they didn't play the series, and people were just like they flamed out versus Denver. But the Clippers are like the, the Lakers are not a far superior team to the Clippers right now. Um, and Paul George and Kawhi as a duo are having a much better season than the Lakers duo is having. Like even when AD was there, like they're both having almost 50, 40, 90 seasons. They're both playing really high level basketball. Obviously the issue is PG staying healthy, but I thought that was an injury that was gonna keep him out longer. And he came back and he's still looking good as he's come back. So as a duo, they're playing much better. Like they're both playing at a high level. Whereas with the Lakers, LeBron was playing at a high level. And then, um, Anthony Davis really wasn't. So I, I don't really think that even when you get AD back, that the Lakers are like this superior team to the Clippers. So when you add Kyle Lowry, to me, that puts them over the Lakers. Like, I, I don't think there's any way to say that the Lakers are a better team than them still if they get Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I, I just don't trust Paul George in, in the playoff, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I don't know why people say that, honestly, because Paul George has... Oh, I don't care how many years ago it was. He got to the Eastern Conference final games as a team's primary option, and he lost to the Heat. Like the Heat at that time were considered what the Warriors were in the West at one time. There's no shame in losing to that Heat squad. But for them, he advances and goes to the finals. Whether he wins and beats the Spurs, we don't know. But like 
they were a legit team. It was his team. He was the guy. And both years they went seven games. I, I don't really see how people are like, he's never done nothing or that he's choked all the time. It's just not factually correct. Oh, and that, that, was like, years, that was like outside, seven years ago. That's why nobody, I'm talking about, we talking about right but now. It, it doesn't matter. But, but it doesn't matter like because you did something once before and then you haven't lately because there's reasons why he hasn't lately like Russ was his teammate for some of those years the only legitimate year I think before last year where it was a collective choke job of the team um and he kind of like owns that and he also like admitted he was dealing with like a lot of mental things and in the bubble and I get that people don't want to acknowledge like that things affect players but they do and I respect him for coming out and saying that but outside of that year the only year he actually really choked you could say is the year versus Utah like people pretending that facts don't exist that do don't really make sense to me like he was having an MVP level season he got a shoulder injury and then when he came back from the shoulder injury he was never the same and then he had to have surgery that season so we know his shoulder was affecting him we don't have to sit there and say he just choked his shoulder was fucked up so if you say that like you can't trust Paul George to be healthy I think that's fair because he's had enough injury history. But to say that he just goes in and choke and isn't ready for the moment, I've seen him on multiple occasions, even after those years when Indy was going late in the postseason, when they were like, not that team, after he came back from injury. And the, 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 the Cavs did sweep them, but every one of those games was competitive. Every one of them went down to the end and Paul George was showing up in like almost all those games. So... When people are like, he doesn't show up and he chokes, that's just not true. He doesn't do what Harden has done, but has have injuries affect his ability to, to perform in the postseason? 1000%. And I think that's fair. So if you say you're not trusting him to be healthy, I think that's fair. But I think the same would go for Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis hasn't shown us that he can be healthy for consecutive seasons into late into the postseason. Because I mean, he's never you know, had little. But you know, regardless of injury, Anthony Davis is going to show up in the playoffs. Now, Paul George, like you, you, you No, you, I don't. I don't. I don't know that. But you, you know, you know I don't that, know that. AD wouldn't show, wouldn't give five points in one game. And then Paul, Paul, Paul George has shown up in the playoffs. If you are limited by a shoulder injury that you have to have surgery for, I'm not going to say you didn't show up in the playoffs. When he is healthy, Paul George yeah, but, shows up yeah, in the playoffs. Really players that play through injuries. I'm just saying, like, that's that's not really like a big excuse, but like, oh, we should. But, no, if you have to have surgery for an injury, we, that's we're not, we're not the same. About how many injuries LeBron has had, and he doesn't even talk about him playing. But an ankle, but he hasn't had to have surgery. Has has LeBron had any surgeries after the summer? Like when people say injuries or injuries, like an ankle injury and twisting your ankle is not the same as like your shoulder that's, can be dislocated. That's one. Of, that's one of the worst injuries to have in sports because like that's like an ankle. It's like a sprained ankle and a hamstring injury. My, in if my you do opinion, not have to have surgery for your injury, they I'm are not the same. Saying, that's level. one of the like, worst injuries in that they ever have because it always lingers on no matter what type of. 
preparation. But you can play on an ankle. You can play on an with with, uh, Chris Paul because that ham like people be like, oh, he's soft. No, hamstring injury is is nothing to play with. That's stuff. And I think that's fair to say about Chris Paul. He's less of a choker and more so his injuries affect him. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying Chris Paul. Chris Paul doesn't choke in the playoffs. Let's let's just just well, that's also not true. He's had his moments. Every great player has had their moments. Like. LeBron had 2011. Magic was called Tragic Johnson for his game. Like every player has had them. So when we when we talk about players in history, like they all haven't had choking moments. It's bullshit. They've all had them. The way that yeah, people, uh, the way that, that people, every player has the choking moment. We just say yeah, but the, the way that people rewrite Paul George's history, like he's a choker, is just not factually correct. And to say that injuries are are injuries, like Isaiah Thomas, like historically. He came back and he had that game where he had a really bad injury and he played out of his mind. The Pistons still lost to the Lakers. But then after that, he could not show up again. He could not show up again because the injury was so severe. So to say that everyone has injuries, like I'm not making excuses. What I'm saying is it's just a fact. You have injuries, they they hamper you and you're not able to play to your ability. This is not about whether LeBron has had an injury and played through his and someone else has had an ability and played through his. Different players can play through different things because their bodies are built differently and the severity of injuries are differently. And we can acknowledge that. If you have to have a shoulder surgery for yourself when the season ends, you had a very serious injury. If there's something that happens specifically and your play looked one way before that and your play looks differently after that, then you're being impacted by the injury. We don't have to deny that because we don't like a player. That's all I'm saying. We can acknowledge that. I don't I don't I don't ever agree with people to make excuses because oh I'm injured. Okay, cool. It's not an excuse. And he's not it's not an excuse. I'm just saying it's a okay, fact that you had an injury and it affected your ability. To... 82 game season. I mean, you're not going to be fully healthy when you come to play an 82 game season. But there's there's different levels of injuries. If I like sprain my finger, that's not the same as like my shoulder that I have to pick up. If it's in your shooting hand. Steph Curry hurt his finger in his shooting hand. And yes, it did affect his efficiency, but he could still shoot. But if you are relied upon to be a two-way player, which Paul George is, where you have to defend and you got to pick up your arm all the time and shoot and things like that. And by the way, his stats and numbers were not even like awful. He just was not shooting at the same efficiency. So it's not like he was putting up five points in the game. He's bro, not he literally had like nine points. I was like, bro. Okay, so, but like every play. That, that's, that's, yeah. that's terrible. Okay, but other players have done that. Like LeBron James let fucking JJ Barrera shut him down. I don't want to ever hear anything about like LeBron James playing through injuries. LeBron, LeBron to uh, Paul George, because I mean, we can say whatever we want about LeBron, but he, he has four. Paul George has none. I'm not talking about <laughs> success. I'm just saying like, Calling him a choker like he's doing something unique that no other player has is bullshit. All of them have had bad games like that in the postseason. All of the greats, all of the greats for the most part, have had you really know, bad moments. You don't hear a lot of the greats complaining about injuries, though. You don't. You didn't hear Kobe complaining like, "Oh, I can't do this." You don't hear Jordan complaining about, "Oh, I didn't do this." Paul George has come back from a like catastrophic injury that most players have never even have changed his game, has become a high-level player, and in people the just he play, he play, He's a high-level player in a regular season. You're right about that. But when it comes to playoffs, he's just not there. No, because he has post-seasons where he's performed. You cannot say that he hasn't in his career, haven't. We can point to them. That, we can look I mean, to it. He hasn't 
gotten to the, the big dance. He hasn't. So how are you saying he's highly performed? Going to the Eastern Conference final seven games is not a no. late postseason run? What did what, what Jordan them say? 72 and 10 on me now without a ring. If, if you're not playing every year to win a championship, what are you playing for? No one is saying that he's playing not to win a championship. But when we say there's a difference between Anthony Davis never having gotten like past the second round or Chris Paul never having gotten past the second round or not making it to the playoffs no, ever. To Anthony, to Anthony Davis' defense, he he's never, ever played with somebody like decent until he went to LA outside and, of when they traded for DeMarcus Cousins. And that's when he went to the second round. And who was the great player playing next to Paul George on those indie teams? Uh, Roy Hibbert was actually decent. <laughs> I said, who was the great player? I'm not talking about someone giving you production. Who was the great caliber playing? Because Anthony Davis had Drew Holiday and he had Rajon Rondo. So where are now, now we talking about injuries. Drew Holiday is the catalyst of that. Oh my. I don't care. He that had man Drew never played the full season. That's why we had, he had Drew Holiday in a postseason and they got as far as the second round and got a gentleman's sweep. Okay. And prior to that, he got to the playoffs one other time and he was swept in the playoffs. Okay. So all I'm saying is don't tell me that he hasn't had players. He's had players. He has Kawhi now. What are you doing with that? He has Kawhi, what? I've never seen Kawhi look that unenthused in any game. Obviously, you know, Kawhi doesn't show too much emotion. But he's just looking like, why the hell did I? So that's that's Paul George's fault. Kawhi's felt because Kawhi didn't show up in those final Bro, two games. You know it's bad when Kawhi is hollering at you. But hold on, hold I on. Never, we're, picking on we're, we're, picking, we're picking on Paul George. What was Kawhi's production in those final two games when when Denver came back through one? Kawhi had a few bad games, but I'm like, he, okay. he showed up okay, in the playoffs so before. You're, you're Kawhi's bad games because he's won before and I get that but you're telling me that like I'm asking who was the great player that Paul George didn't have because Paul George is the number two on his team so we're treating him like he's the number one on the Clippers the failure last year was on Kawhi it wasn't on Paul George. Paul George, Kawhi is the number one. He is the primary option. Paul George is the number two option on that squad, not the number one option. What? I said he played like a number four option in the playoffs. Who cares? He's not the number one. And the number one option did not show up. His last two games were not good. Kawhi did not show up. You're telling me that's Paul George's fault why Kawhi didn't show up? Oh, that whole team, that, that game seven, that whole team ain't show up. I don't know what they were doing. Okay, but the point is Kawhi is still the number one option. He is still the number one option, but we're talking about Paul George and the rest of the team. That doesn't already proven himself. He showed what he can do in the playoffs. What what has he, he done? Saw, he saw what he did to my sixes on that that shot. I don't know how that should win in. That was not that was not some skillful shot. That was a lucky shot. And yes, he won and you guys got no, that, eliminated. That, I, I, I'm not even gonna downplay it. That that that, that shot was clutch as hell. I, I'm not even gonna lie to you. And it I'm was gonna... a clutch shot that went in was unbelievable, but it was not like a oh wow, how did you let him get that off? And he made it. He's Kawhi. He was well defended. The shot went in. It sucks. No, but it was I mean, also one of those. First of all, first of all, he was he wasn't he wasn't well defended because Ben Simmons pulled up halfway through it. Uh, I disagree with you. None of that.
that matters. The point is that he went to the finals and that finals was not Kawhi Leonard like dominating. It was Fred Van Vliet. It was Kyle Lowry. It was a lot of people showing up to help him win that finals. So let's again, not like say he's proven. The first finals he won, he was like the third or fourth option on San Antonio. He did not win that finals as a primary option on that team. So we rewrite Kawhi's yeah, that was history. The and I love Kawhi. I'm a Kawhi fan, and he's a great player. But we rewrite history and just say, oh, he has these accolades. But like, let's remember, yes, he won a chip, not as the primary option on his team. He was not. Yeah, then he when was he not. In, in Toronto, he was the primary option. I mean, he obviously, was the primary option, primary but, option but, but Kawhi like, did not play great in all those games. Not. It was the same thing. The difference but is. Yeah, he showed, he showed uh, it when he mattered the most, unlike Paul George. Yeah, I don't think he. But Paul he George is not the primary option on the Clippers. Yeah, he definitely so had a couple of 30 point games. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, people try to. I'm not just saying, like, Paul George. Why, 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 didn't, why didn't Kawhi show up when it mattered in the series last year? Why didn't he show up when it mattered? He, like he was looking That's like he didn't question. want to beat her. I'm gonna just be honest with you. He was looking like he really didn't want to beat her, and he was looking like, "Why the hell?" Did okay, I so and, and and so we're so we're but we're knocking Paul George, but then still praising Kawhi. Like you just don't want to be there, and you don't show up for your team, and that's okay. Don't we not Again, harden Kawhi has rings, so you I mean what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. So so because you did it in the past. What is Paul George? Because you did it in the past. Because you did it in the past. You ever reached the NBA Finals? No. So how, so how are you going to say he shows up in the playoffs if he never has been able to reach that point? At least James Harden reached that level before. Before because he because James Harden was reached the NBA Finals when he played with KD and when he played with Russ. Exactly, but he's been there before. He didn't get there. But what I'm saying is Paul James Harden not get there. James Harden did not get there as a primary option. So just saying he got there, great. Danny Green fucking got to the finals. Do we think Danny Green is a better player than Paul George? No. He did not get there. James Harden did not get there as a fi- as a primary option. And he actually choked and was awful in that oh, final. Because he was playing and uh, turning up in Miami. But what I'm saying is... He, but he, but, talking about James Harden. Uh, James, like, Harden like, James Harden has not reached the finals as a primary option for his squad. Oh, and, he, won't, he won't this year because he's playing us. But what I'm saying and, is, and, but, but, but he's never Paul done George, it. Paul George, he's, never, Paul he's never ne- James Harden has never. You are George not applying. You are not applying. You are not applying the same standards. Well, James George Harden. James Harden has not reached the finals as a primary player. It has not happened as the primary option. And not only has it not happened, but there have been a number of times where we felt like James Harden quit on his team. He looked like he did not need to be there and he was killed for it. You are basically telling me that Kawhi did not look like he wanted to be there, but that doesn't matter that he acted like that and appeared like that because he's won in the past. And you're blaming Paul George for not showing up but not blaming Kawhi for not showing up when Paul George was the second option. He's not the primary option for the Clippers. When Paul George was the primary option without having any other superstar next to him because Paul, because Hibbert was not, is not a superstar. When Paul George was the primary option 
on his squad, he got to the Eastern Conference Finals. And yes, we can say, we don't say that players don't have good postseasons because they didn't make it to the finals. That is not the evaluation. We say a player is a playoff performer. The playoffs is not just the finals. The finals is the finals. The playoffs is the postseason. It begins with the first round, the second round, and the third round before you get to the finals. So we can evaluate him on postseason play because he has been to the postseason on numerous occasions. And we can say there are many That's games. cute that he's been to the playoffs room of the criminal, but if you don't go nowhere in it, does it really matter? Yes, it does matter no, because we can say we can say that you were just we can say that you because we have contacts. We have contacts. He met the Heat in the finals. He met the Heat, which were arguably one of the best teams in NBA history. So you met the Heat in the finals. There's no shame in but losing same to the team, Heat. But that same team is the greatest team lost to the Mavericks. So I don't I don't see argument to be honest with you. They lost to the Mavericks and then won and, and they made it to the finals all the time after right, but that. You, but you made it sound like they weren't beatable. I mean, they were obviously beatable. Except I didn't say Denver. that they were unbeatable, but they, they lost to a team that was better than them. The Heat, the Heat were the favorite team. The, the Indiana Pacers were never the favorite team. They were not the better team. So you're dinging him for losing to the team that was better than him and, and yet ignoring that they made it to seven games versus that team. So that, it doesn't make any sense. He lost to the team that was better, and he lost to the team I mean, that was favored to win. 2013, 2014, that's, that's like, what, what, eight years ago? I don't care. Sorry, like it doesn't. I'm, I don't. I don't worry about stuff from past almost damn near ten years. But it doesn't matter. Right. But you're still. You're saying that oh, Kawhi did this in the past, so then that means it's something. Like why do we get to consider one person's past but not another? Because one has rings and the other one doesn't. Oh, that's bullshit. You just don't no. like Paul George. No, I don't so say that. Like I just say he doesn't show up in the playoffs. But that's not true. It's not factually true. You didn't say he doesn't show Bro, he up had in the nine finals. Points last year in the game in the playoffs. That, what? No. It's not showing up. What? LeBron had a series where he didn't average even twenty points for the series. LeBron never had no game when he had nine game nine points in the playoffs. So let's let's be serious. What what did LeBron average in the series versus Dallas? I think it was about. about it wasn't. It, it wasn't just under twenty. It wasn't even close to twenty. It was like something like 16 or 17 points. And that's why they lost to the uh, Dallas Mavericks. That's why when you say they were like, is. Un- My point is that's for a whole series. Paul George didn't average nine points for the series. Again, he had a clunker. Comparing Paul George to LeBron, I, that, that, that should ever, never be. I'm a- not comparing <laughs> like, what? two of them. You said, you what said I'm LeBron, saying is that if, 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 if a player who is arguably in the con- no, that's I'm not comparing them. LeBron what I'm saying is if a player who is arguably like what? <laughs> I don't care. The point is that say, you were saying he playoff, hasn't showed up in the LeBron, playoffs and showing the finals ten times. Like I, I don't I don't like what I am not comparing the two players. What I'm saying is that if a player that you are not you are trying to straw man my argument and I'm not gonna no, let no, you I'm do saying, that. If saying, a player Paul George if a player can I even finish my statement? Can no, I even finish my statement? If a player you can't say LeBron and Paul George LeBron has some games when he doesn't like show up. Can I finish my statement? Can I finish five, my statement? Five points in a playoff, that's ridiculous. I think I think a player of LeBron James's caliber averaging under 20 points in a playoff series but is he has equally been as ridiculous. 10 times so I don't see it that. is equally as ridiculous. 
it's a player who people are trying to elevate into the conversation as the best, greatest player of all time. If you're trying to tell me this is a player who is better than Michael Jordan, do Michael not Jordan's ever been to the playoffs 10, 10 championships, 10 times to the uh, NBA championship, nor has LeBron ever get beaten out in the first round of a playoff. So I don't understand what you're talking about. I don't care. The point has, is he had has, a series in the finals. No, he had a series yeah. in the finals. Are you gonna let me finish any sentences? Okay, thank you. Oh, because you saying you saying you're trying to add LeBron James and Paul George, and I'm just like, what? That's not what I'm doing. Stop telling me what I'm doing. Maybe you if you said, let me if finish. You to compare, had two if bad you let teams, me finish, if you maybe let me finish and five points in the Rob, in the Rob, if you let me finish my sentence, then maybe you'd understand the point. If you continue to interject before I can finish my sentence, then you're not going to understand the point, and you're just saying something that I'm not saying. You're trying to black Paul George, but I'm just got to be honest with yourself. Like he, I'm, you're not, not being honest. I'm saying hold. I'm saying be consistent with the rules that you're applying, and you are picking and choosing the rules you want to apply. All you, I'm simply saying is, go ahead, go ahead. You said, go ahead. Are you gonna let me finish the sentence, or are you telling me to go ahead and then you're gonna stop after I say three words? Because you, because you comparing is confusing. Like, what? I'm not comparing. Let me finish what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's not that thing. hard. All right, it's go not ahead. that hard. Let me finish my sentence. If a player of LeBron James's caliber can have a series like he did against Dallas. My point is that if a player of that caliber can have a less than stellar performance, then clearly a player who is of a lesser caliber can. So I don't understand why we are killing him for having a game like that when he is not LeBron James, when he is not even Kevin Durant, when he is not even Stephen Curry, he is not that tier of player. He is a lesser tier than player. But I also don't understand why we are killing him when he's not the number one option on his team. Yes, we can say he didn't show up. He acknowledges that he didn't show up. But at the end of the day, Kawhi didn't show up. And he is the leader of the team. And if LeBron didn't show up the way that Kawhi didn't, if Stephen Curry did not show up the way that Kawhi did. If Kevin Durant did not show up the way that Kawhi did, they would be the one taking the heat. Their second, the number two wouldn't be taking the heat. Because by the way, in the 2016 finals, Clay Thompson did not have a good series. And no one talks about Clay Thompson. You talk about Stephen Curry because Stephen Curry is the primary option. And that's what it boils down to. That is my simple point. Stop getting mad at Paul George for what he didn't do because Kawhi also did not show up. He did not show up. And so your anger and the criticism should be directed at the number one guy because that's what we do. So why are we talking about what Paul George did when Kawhi I did not show up for those final two games. He did not show up. Okay, first point. When has anybody ever called Kawhi Leonard a leader? I, what? <laughs> that man doesn't. You're the best player like on your squad, leader. but you're not the the leader. Uh, I mean, because leader, you got to be uh, focal. 
Kawhi has never been a leader. You don't have to be vocal. And I'm not talking about leadership. I'm talking about the primary person on the team. I didn't, I'm not talking about leadership. I'm talking about who is the. I'm just saying, whatever team he's been to, he's never been that guy that's like, it doesn't matter. People say play with the Warriors. Like, you would more see Draymond be the leader because he's more vocal. Like, Steph Lee's by. No, but Draymond is not the leader of the Warriors. And we're not having a discussion about the Warriors. We are having a discussion about the person who is the primary option, the go to person on the team. It is not disputed that Kawhi is the number one person on the Clippers. It is not disputed that he was also the number one person on Toronto. We understand that in San Antonio, he was not the number one guy. That is the only fucking point. I don't care who's the vocal leader. I don't care who's what is the leader. On the, on the basketball court, Kawhi is their primary option. Paul George is not their primary option. He is not. If the game is on the line and they're going to someone at the end, they're going to Kawhi because he is their primary primary option that is my point that is the point that i am making and the primary option on the team did not show up to those final two games and what i'm saying is any other player who is the primary option on their team any other player Kawhi is considered a top five player in the nba he's considered a top tier guy paul george is not so you have to hold Kawhi to the same standard that you would hold any of those other top guys to if they don't show up and you're not all I'm saying is, you have five points in the playoff game. That is ridiculous. Address the point that I'm making. Don't keep talking to me about Paul I, George. Did you talk about, but like, Kawhi didn't have no 9.5 games in the playoffs. But and it doesn't matter. Final, he the didn't final two play. games I'm talking about. In game six, he had 25. So I'm trying to figure out how that's choking. Did you watch game six? Yeah, but he still had 25. 25 is 25 points. So how is he choking? <laughs> Did you watch game six? Did, do game you think that Kawhi showed up? I watched the whole series. Yeah, he what, played. What did, you, what did you tell me? What did you tell me about Kawhi? What did you say on this call about Kawhi? He looked like he didn't want to be there. Oh, yeah. Was losing in game seven, there's no way you should make, come let them come back like that. That's why, like, when I when he started hollering at Paul George, I was like, I've never seen Kawhi in his entire career. And who, and, and, and it's, Paul, it's Paul George's fault that they were able to come back 3 1. Oh no, I always said I already You're said that, that whole long. Okay, okay. But who what who didn't show up? Who didn't show up? Oh, game it was seven, just Paul George now. It was the entire team. Including Kawhi. I said right? Is is he part of the entire team? Okay. So why why is no, I'm he trying to figure as, out, when, when have I not said it at game seven that everybody on the entire team didn't show up? Yes, but you're not holding the lead. You're not holding the primary option on the team. The person he's the guy on the team. If even if all this is not a case where but you're I, saying I people say somebody is the primary guy, like somebody wins a championship on their own. This is not golf. This is not track and field. It doesn't it's matter. The point is, yes, it does matter. Have, because you have to send out five. No, people because there there are times. There are times. Is, is there it, are it, times. Basketball like tennis, where you can play by yourself. No, is it like track? No, but the point is, and if you lose, it's all on you. No, but because no. Because the point is, so that means everybody on the court needs to do their job and play well. If a couple people mess up in basketball, that can mess up the success for an entire but team. But the primary but guy didn't do it. The primary guy, the, prim the primary guy, the primary guy, that's by your The primary guy, the primary guy didn't do his job. You won't, and you won't win any championship with players are playing out up to their caliber. But the you're only calling out Paul George. But you're only calling out Paul George. Look at my six in 2000. Iverson turned up an entire series. 
How many games did we win that series against the Lakers? One. Why? Because you cannot win NBA championship. By but now. I'm not talking about winning. I'm talking about applying the criticism well, fairly. Winning, what are we talking for? It's like, you go to playoffs, you play to win. I'm but we're not talking. I'm not talking about whether winning is important. And of course, I think winning is important. You but you're making say you say a primary option. What I'm saying is, if the, all the players on the team don't combine to play collectively, this is a, this well, is a, this they is will a not this is, a, this is a useless conversation because you're not even listening to my points. Yeah, primary option. But we saw that you cannot win basketball individually. It's it's never happened and never but will. But that's happen. not that's not basketball. even the point that I'm making. But that's you not say, the point you that I'm making. Kawhi is, is a primary option. Okay, if Kawhi is playing well throughout the series and the rest of the players on his team is not, what's going to happen? They're going to lose. You can't. The point. Is if, it's like you when when the, when the when the Heat was winning. What did LeBron? What did what happened? Wade said to LeBron, "This is your team. You need to take over." And what happened? That's when the Heat start winning championships because LeBron was trying to take the backseat to Wade out of respect because this is Wade's team before they, him and Bosh came first there. First of all, first and of all, this is Wade bullshit. And said that, that you got to step take, up. And that's the same thing LeBron said to Anthony Davis that he had to step up and that's when the Lakers win a championship. You cannot win on your own. The two-star players are not playing the way they're supposed to. You will not win. Okay, Rob, I, you see how I just let you talk? Can I, can I talk? So I've been honestly, there before, but you keep okay. No, but 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 you you cannot reframe what I'm saying to make a point. Like I've never compared LeBron to anyone, but you can say I'm comparing him. Yeah, you and said four George was like you said he had 17. Jesus Christ. Rob, Rob, I'm not gonna keep engaging in a discussion when you don't let me finish my points, okay? You're doing the same thing. So what you talking about? <laughs> Because you keep saying something that I'm not saying, and I, that I'm not gonna let happen. Oh like, <laughs> like you're making points about winning and not being able to win a championship with one guy. And please rewind the tape of me arguing that you can win a championship with one guy. You're arguing a point that I'm not making. My point is that you're not applying the same standards to people. That was my point. That's how we veered into this discussion. The point is that. Kawhi didn't show up in the game, but you are killing Paul George and not saying anything about the fact that Kawhi didn't show up. And you're saying that I don't need to ridicule Kawhi because he's won in the past. And what I'm saying is that would never happen if that was a LeBron team or a Steph team or a KD team. We would say the best player on the team did not show up and they would catch flack for it. And what I'm saying is Paul George is the only one catching flack when Kawhi also didn't show up. That is the simple point. I'm not talking about whether or not you need a, a more than one person to win. You do. And as far as all of this other stuff about, you know, Dwayne telling LeBron he needed to take over, LeBron didn't even need to take over in that series against Dallas. He just needed to fucking show up. And he didn't show up. That's why they lost. If everyone shows up, they win, right? So just like you're saying, he spoke to Anthony Davis because if Anthony Davis shows up, they win. It's not really about like, oh, you know, he took a backseat to Dwayne. Taking a backseat to Dwayne didn't mean that you needed to average less than 20 points in a game. That does, that's not what taking a backseat means. Taking a backseat means that the offense runs through Dwayne Wade 
the you know he's the the, the go to person at the end of the game. That's what taking a backseat means. But LeBron James just didn't show up in that series. And if he just shows up in that series, the Heat likely wins. But he didn't show up. But my point has never been about you need more than one player to win. I'm just saying you are completely giving a Kawhi a pass for not showing up and basically being annoyed and quitting on his team and saying it doesn't matter because he won in the past, but you're killing Paul George. And I'm saying Paul George is not even the main guy on that team. He's the second option. But what happens when your second option doesn't show up? Y'all lose, right? I don't have a problem with you criticizing Paul George. I'm saying you're oh, not I, criticizing I Kawhi. Clear, but you act like I didn't say Kawhi didn't show. I said I clearly said about three or four times. I don't know if you're listening or not. No, you and said you, the whole team didn't show up, and you're like, it's- game seven. They, the whole entire team came together. But what I'm saying is, Paul George gives you two ten points two times in that series against Denver, and you just like, oh, we got to give him a pass. No, we're not giving no play. No, he, I'm not giving him a pass for that. I'm saying that. It's, I'm saying that it's an erasure of history to say he's never shown up and he doesn't and he's like- Oh, I say he hasn't shown up in the playoffs over the last few years. I, I don't, I'm not counting that, that Indian, Indianapolis series. But you don't get to discount a part of someone's career. You don't get to do that it, because- it, You're saying a part of his career, he's still lost in, in seven games in the series. So I'm just trying to figure out what's the big woo about that. But he lost, but he showed up in the series. If he had games where he didn't show up, that's Bro, fine. You can say that. He had one game against them in game seven. Okay. And you talking about that series? Stop it. Did he have seven points in every game? He had games game seven. He had seven when the game. But you're picking out one game, saying someone. But, you, but you're saying he's. You said he showed up in that series, but he didn't show up when it mattered the most in the game seven. So then say that. Say that. Say that when it matters the most or in game he seven, game he seven? doesn't show up. That is a different injury. Then when he had seven points in a game seven against a team that, that he went to the NBA Finals. But I didn't. I didn't say that he. I didn't. I never said that he was injured every series. I'm saying that people. But you don't said he play, showed up that series. Which series? Against the Miami when they uh, when they had that super team in Miami, and you was like he had a great series, but he had seven. I said he went seven. I said he went seven games in the Eastern Conference versus a team that. He was not better than with no other superstar. Those are the facts. That is what happens, but you right? Said had, but you said he had a great season. Then the one, two games, he had 13 and 12. So how is do that? You not, do, you not, do you not remember LeBron James dapping Paul George up? Did he dap him up because he was not playing good? No, he dapped him up because it was like, welcome, you have showed up. So if you want to say that he's an inconsistent player in the postseason, that is a fair criticism. If you want to say that in the biggest moments when you're in a game seven, he chokes, that's also a fair statement. If you want to say that um, he has injuries, so you can't trust him to always perform, those are fair statements. To say that he always chokes or that he doesn't show up is not because while you can point to games where he didn't show up, you can also point to many games where he has. And so when you have seven games where someone shows up and you have seven games where they don't show up, that doesn't mean that you never show up. It means that you are not consistently reliable to show up. And those are two different statements. And all I'm saying How is are you like- going to get to a if you don't consistently show up? What did you say? How are you going to get to the final if you don't consistently show up? Steph Curry consistently shows up. That's how they get LeBron consistently shows up. But and, and guess what the difference is? What, what's the what's the difference in those guys? They are the lead it's, it's, option on their team. No, the some lead. players, some players make excuses and some players be great. But Paul 
George is not the number one guy on his team. That's why he's not the number one option. Clay Thompson does not show up all the time in the playoffs. He has a big game six. But if you look at his playoff history, if you look from game to game, he's a 20-point scorer in the regular season, but hasn't been a 20-point scorer in the playoff. His offense actually drastically drops off in the playoffs. But he has like that one big game six, and everyone talks about it. But he is not a consistent game-to-game playoff performer. But you know what? Clay Thompson is also the second option on the team. So we don't hold him to the same standard that we hold Stephen Curry too. That's all my point is. You are holding Paul George to the the same level as as Steph or or LeBron because he's not on those players' caliber level. Right. So then, why are you dinging him for being inconsistent? He's not the main guy because he doesn't show up in the playoffs. I mean, it's just consistently. I'm like, bro, come on, five points, nine points. What? You're cherry picking one to two games in a seven game series and ignoring all of the other games. But you said, so but like you were saying, said, but you were saying Kawhi, you were saying Kawhi. I mean, he showed up in that series, except for that game seven when he only had 14. And is that not the biggest moment? Is that not the most important moment to show up? Well, what, is I'm, games, it is. Game what seven? I'm saying is, he showed up that entire series. Paul George was missing in action a few of those games in that series. That's fine, and you can ding him for that. But what I'm saying is the best player on the team, the number one option on the team, in game seven, in the most important game, in the game where you need him to like take over and and display his greatness, did not do that, and he gave you 17 points. Why is he not getting the kind of ridicule that Stephen Curry got for throwing a behind-the-back pass? Why is he not getting the same ridicule that LeBron James got for that 2011 series? Why? Because nobody dislikes Kawhi. That's the problem because you can't dislike a guy that doesn't talk. So because you guys don't dislike him, you're not holding him to the same standard. It's not me. I'm not the one. I'm not a reporter in the NBA. You're saying you guys. <laughs> but you right now on this, on this, on this, in this pod, you're not doing it. You're like, well, he's won before. So you just like kind of glossed over the fact that he didn't show up in the game seven. But you clearly <laughs> felt the need to be like, Paul George, Paul George, Paul George. And I'm like, yo, Kawhi is the main option. Why are you not killing him what, for if, having if, if, if other guys on your team are not doing what they're supposed to do, what is going to happen? We've seen, we have seen, we have seen great players carry their teams. We've seen it. Carry their team by themselves. Nobody, no help. No, not, not for themselves, but we're talking about for one, not, but not, not for themselves, not by themselves. And definitely you're not going to win a final series like that, but we're talking about in one game. We're talking about in game seven. All right, look at the dynamic duels, Kobe and Shaq. Well, Kobe had obviously won one when he got Paul George, but I mean, not Paul George, uh, Paul Gasol. You cannot you win by yourself. I'm not teams, making that argument. These great teams, you see all the two stars, Kobe and Shaq, LeBron and Wade. I wouldn't even count Bosch because he really didn't do nothing. Uh, what's oh, Lord. Bosch didn't Scotty, do anything. Scotty and, Scotty and Mike. It's two, always two stars that takes their team to the next level. If you don't have your, it's like what you say, if you don't have your Batman, don't have his Robin, what happens? He gets fucked up. 
I am not saying that he would have won a finals if Paul George kept playing the way he is. I am not saying that what Paul George did last year is okay. What I'm saying is you were being harder on Paul George than you are on the on the main guy. Because he had a couple of games in that series where he had 36 and 30. So obviously he showed up most of the damn series. Paul George. But he didn't show up when it mattered most. Is that but he didn't, but he didn't show up when it mattered most. Is that not the same thing you just said about Paul George? I said, yeah, he had a bad game, but in other games he showed up. And you said he didn't show up in several bad games, is what I'm saying. It's not just he had two bad games. He had two bad games. Are we gonna talk about the Dallas series when he had nine and the other one when he had eleven? And in each of those series, how many games were there like that? You're saying he had several bad games over the course of different playoff series, not in the same playoff series. And that's fair. That's why I said you can say he's an inconsistent the player. Four bad games. That's that's ridiculous. And, What'd and, you say? The Dallas series last year, he had four bad games. That's ridiculous when you're number two option. That's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm okay, gonna, but like... You can't make no excuse for that. That was... That was the Dallas series. They moved on past that series. And then, he, and then he followed up with two bad games in, in, in the uh, second round. Against I the- am not excusing Paul George's play. He did not show up. What I'm saying is the same argument you are making against him. When you said, when I said, how do you get to a game seven? I said, he showed up in other games and you were like, but he had seven points. And, and you said he, cause you said he played phenomenal. You said he played well that series. That's not the case. You're telling me. Because I don't, I don't look at one game and then say you didn't play well because that game. I said he didn't show up in one game, and I, I criticized him for that game. I cannot. The sample is too large. Like in all the series that you're picking out, there's still more games that Paul George played well in than there are games that he didn't play well in. If you add up all of his postseason games, he has more games that he played well in than games he didn't. The problem is the games he didn't play well in are very critical games. And then that's fair. That's fair to say in the moment that matters most, he doesn't show up. To, to me, that's why he can't be your primary option. And that's fair. But to say that he just doesn't show up and he doesn't have any more any games, to me, is not a fair statement. Hey, so I just think he chokes more than he showed up. And that is not that's not gonna work is whether you be first, second, third, or if you if there if there are 30 games look how much criticism they get Ben Simmons and, and he's not even a third option. <laughs> like I, I don't understand. If, if if there are 30 games and in 20 of the games you show up and play well, but in 10 of them you don't, then how is it that you choke more than you show up? Like uh, this is just numbers. He's choking a game seven, the one that's the one that you, you go home or you go to the next so what, round. So what's what 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 did what did which one, which one did, would you take matter more? Which one would you care more about? The game one or the game seven? The game one I, I, I understand. I understand. I understand what you're saying. But then why are you not dinging Kawhi for choking in game seven? I said, how many times have I said that they all choked as a unit? That, but I'm talking about Kawhi specifically. You're chalking it up to like this team thing. He, but if Kawhi just I said Kawhi up, had 14 points in game seven. I, I, I don't think you hear what I'm saying. I said they both choked in game seven. But, but, if, but if Kawhi shows up and he does his 36 points and he does the superstar thing. They I don't think they still would have won that game because. But they like they have a better chance though. Think, and, and you playing that, uh, Denver that's playing phenomenal in the bubble. Obviously now I can play like that again. 
Uh, I don't but think they have a better chance, right? They have a better chance. They have, and you and you want to know part of the reason why it's so important for your primary guy to show up because we see this all the time. When your primary guy starts showing up, he starts making plays, he starts doing things. It energizes the rest of the team, and then they start to come along. And they and if, if you're saying that this does not happen throughout if NBA, if you need somebody to energize you, you shouldn't be in the NBA. I'm sorry. Rob, that doesn't matter about what you need. What I'm saying is, are you saying that you've never watched that happen on a court? You've never watched that a guy starts showing up, he starts doing something, and then everybody gets energized just, and starts so showing I'm up? Just saying, if you're in the NBA and you need somebody to motivate you, that's crazy. That's not my point. My point is that it happens. We've seen it happen throughout history, and it does. That is why you have star players. It's why they play better, whether they're in away games or home games. That's why, that's just what the reality is. So saying like, if you need someone to do that for you is not the point. The point is outside of him and arguably Paul George, the rest of those guys are role players. That's what they are. And that's what the best players on the team are supposed to do. So, so very clearly. Role players, I mean, the two players got to step up consistently, right? They do. And I don't have a problem with you dinging Paul George, but you were only dinging him and saying, well, Kawhi's won in the past. He's shown that he can do it. And the thing is, I would even argue that Kawhi in the Toronto series, he played better basketball in the Philly series. He played better basketball earlier in that postseason. But in that Toronto series, he actually did not play his best basketball. He did not always show up the most when it mattered. That's why Fred Van Vliet got a freaking finals MVP vote. Yes, he didn't win, but he got a finals MVP vote because there was an argument Why that he was more critical. No. I'm not just talking about output. We're talking about showing up. If you score 30 points in the first half of the game, but don't do anything in the second half of the game, does it matter? We're talking about showing yes, up most of the points. <laughs> But in the big moment, in the clutch, when something needed to happen, it was Kyle Lowry making a lot of those plays. It was Fred Van Bleet making a lot of those plays. That's my point. And so, and I, that's fine. I don't have a problem with that because, you know, Kyle Lowry erased the stigma of what people said about him. And I'm happy for him. All I'm saying is that you're attributing a lot saying like, well, because he's done it in the past and he really didn't show up in the biggest moments in the finals. It was his teammates, hey, Kawhi, but that's okay. Kawhi have nine points any of any of those games against Golden State. He had 17 points in game seven last year and he did. And I'm saying well, I'm that- you said, you, said, you said he didn't show up in the Golden State. I'm just saying, did he ever have an output when he had five Saying that one of the points. reasons you are arguing that you're not going to like kill him or people don't is because they like him and he's done it in the past. And what I'm saying is- No, I'm, th I'm just saying, you say, you say, but you but you saying that he didn't show up really that much to go say, I'm asking, did he ever have a five point game in that series or a nine point game? No, but that's not to me. Oh, we're showing up. You can't say he's not showing up because Paul no, because you're looking. You're looking at box scores, and I'm talking about what played out in the game. And there are times when you can have uh, a quiet the box score uh, evaluates what happened in the game, right? No, because there are times you can have a quiet thirty, and there are... if it don't matter. Because there are times where you cannot have thirty points, 
and impact a game much more than someone who has 30 points. And we know that. You're acting like I'm saying something ludicrous. We know that the box score does not reflect what actually happens in the game. And if you watch right, that... But I'm, just saying, I'm just saying Kawhi never put up no five, nine points in, in a playoff season. No, he didn't. But you're, 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 you're saying he showed up when it mattered most. And what I'm saying is that in that Toronto season, series, it was Kyle Lowry and Fred Van Vliet really showing up when it mattered most. That's my only point. So I'm saying that he 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 hasn't really done what you're saying he's done, and this is the first time where he was in a series where his supporting cast wasn't showing up because when he played in San Antonio, he was not the primary option, and then in Toronto, yes. In the early series, you can say that Kawhi kind of carried those guys because they were not playing that well. And Kawhi was also injured during that series. So I acknowledge that. He was injured as that postseason progressed. But in the finals, his supporting cast more kind of carried him. He still showed up and he still gave you points. But when he wasn't able to do it, his supporting cast showed up. Clippers is the first time Kawhi was in a series where his supporting cast didn't really show up. And we never saw him actually elevate as a superstar. That's really my point. He's never been, and we've seen LeBron James do that. We've seen Stephen Curry do that. We've seen Kevin Durant do that. I have never seen Kawhi, and you're not gonna win a title like that. You're not gonna win a title if that's how you have to be for every game. We know that. We know that from Allen Iverson in 2001. You have to have others and you have to have the supporting cast. But for one game, for a single game seven, if you can elevate your level, like the way the greats of the past have, the way that other superstars do, yeah, you might give your team a chance. And what it looked like in game seven is that Kawhi was frustrated and he gave up. And when James Harden does that, we kill James Harden. But when Kawhi does that, we're like, oh, yeah. Not applying the same standards. That's my only point. You keep saying apply the whole standards, but we're not going to talk about he when he balled out against the Dallas series, and then he played. But that was the first. But that, that but that was the first. If you series. if you putting up thirty a thirty a game, eventually, and you nobody else is really doing it, eventually you're going to become exhausted. But that's the first series. We're talking about another round. What he did in Dallas is not relevant because you're basically telling me not relevant if that if that gets you to the next round. I'm confused. Okay, gotta, but if you, gotta, you don't you show up, game, right? but if you don't do that in the next, but if you don't do that, if you don't do that in the next round, then right, like it doesn't change. Like I get that he showed up. I'm not saying that Kawhi is a bad player. I'm not even like you know. I'm just saying we're. If that's any other player, if Kawhi showed up and gave you 36 and they still lost, you would oh, say. You talking, talking about when they did in Game Five? Oh, okay. I'm saying the narrative would be Kawhi showed up and his teammates didn't show up. And that would be fair. What I'm saying is Kawhi did not give you his all in game seven. Whether you think he's justified for that, oh, I whether told the you. rest of I told you it looked like he said, fuck it. I don't know why I came here. Is it right? But no. that's a problem. What I'm saying is. What if LeBron did that in a game? If LeBron right now did that in a series and said, fuck it, would he not be killed for that? Uh, he did when he left Cleveland. <laughs> I'm saying right now on this day, 
if LeBron if LeBron James looks frustrated and got mad because his team wasn't playing to their level and said fuck it and only gave you 17 points, would he not get killed for that? Yes. Right LeBron, now, today LeBron in 2021. It's, it's, it's in the GOAT conversation. I don't Kawhi's not in the GOAT conversation. Let's, let's be honest. I'm just asking would LeBron be killed for it? Like you're telling me other facts. Yeah, I'm just keep, asking. That's why I'm saying you keep comparing these players to LeBron. Like I'm not comparing them. Conversation. <laughs> like I don't, I don't it's only I'm it's not the, comparing the, them. The conversation LeBron should be ever being is, is in the Kobe and Jordan conversation. It should never be in conversation with any other player that played the game basketball. It, he's not in a conversation with them. I'm just talking about standards. I'm talking about say fine. We don't have to say LeBron. Stephen Curry. He was killed for his performance in the 2016 finals, right? Why isn't why isn't Kawhi killed for his performance last year in game seven? Why? All I ever I fucking hear you. about Kawhi, is that goddamn Kawhi. The reason why people don't hate Kawhi, I don't know why. I'm not talking he about hating him. I'm not talking about hating him. I'm talking about he doesn't talk, he doesn't say too much in interviews. He's like a Marshawn Lynch. Maybe you're worse. telling me about people hating him. I'm talking about holding him to the same standards. Harden gets held to those standards. Stefan gets held to those standards. Katie gets held to those standards. Kawhi does not get held to those standards. But we say that he's a superstar of that caliber. And what I'm saying is th- th- he's not held to the same standard. That's it. I'm not talking about comparing him to those players. I'm not talking about comparing him to LeBron. What I'm saying is on this day in 2021, if Stephen Curry showed up to a game, Stephen Curry gets killed for regular season games. He was getting killed in the beginning of this season because his team lost very badly in two games. And people told me his legacy was on the line and he's this and he's that for a regular season game. And in a playoff series, in game seven, Kawhi scored 17 points and seemed like he was like, fuck it. And you're saying it's no big deal that he wasn't killed for it. I didn't say that. I just said, I mean, I, mean, I don't like anybody that gives up in a game. I just said, when he was looking like, why the hell did I come here? Because Paul George wasn't showing. He was like, oh, I thought I was, because he didn't want that vouch for Paul George to come there. He's but like, you're, oh, you're blaming him not showing up on Paul George. And right. Kawhi's his he own player. He didn't show up one game. I'm talking about Paul George showing up several games, and not just in that Denver series. I'm talking about the Dallas series. Paul well. George is the number two guy. The number one guy okay, didn't show up. Seeing that, but every what happened with Kobe and Shaq? Dynamic duo. What happened with Jordan and Pippen? And Paul George was not good, and I have not acknowledged that. And pa- Paul George is rightfully being killed because you're an important player to the team, and you need to show up. What I'm saying is that. Kawhi is not getting any flack. And you're saying, well, people like Kawhi and And I'm saying, but so what? People like other players, but they still get killed. Stephen Curry gets killed. James Harden gets killed. James Harden Harden does that to himself. Let's not not just try and make that excuse. What do you mean he does it to himself? He doesn't take the game serious. Obviously, he likes to party all the time. Like, look at him when he was at the Heat situation. But he gets killed for it, is my point. Does Kawhi go to the strip clubs? James what Harden. Is that? James the Harden. Result, the result let's, is let's, the let's same, though, right? Let's take James Harden out of that conversation because James Harden brings this on himself. Is the result not the same? No. The result Kawhi, is that Kawhi, they both don't show up in the you game seven. Kawhi, you don't hear Kawhi not being taken practice here. You don't hear Kawhi going to strip clubs. Let, let's 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 stop that. 
but the result is the same. Why do I care? You it's are acknowledging the result is not the same because you don't you don't hear these players doing bullshit like that. That's like some a la Dennis Rodman stuff. Kawhi did not show up in game seven. We're not disputing that. You are saying that his body language, everything reflected that he didn't want to be there and he gave up, right? But you're saying that because he doesn't go to strip clubs, that's okay? You never, I understand. Never, you never question Kawhi with, does he want to be playing? Does he take the game of basketball serious? You never question that. I mean, he didn't take it seriously in that game seven. He had one bad game seven. How many has Paul? One played? bad game seven. Game seven is the most important time. And then, then he still had somewhat of a decent game because he was still because guarding Jamal Murray. Somewhat of a decent game. Oh, okay. The, the box score doesn't reflect that, though. But you know he had a decent game because you watched it, which is why I'm telling you that in that Toronto series, he did not show up in the most important moments. Fred Land, F, FVV did, and, and Kyle Lowry did. And I know that because I watched the game. And if you watched, watched the games, the game, that was cool. He was cooking uh, the entire series. No. If you get 30 and a half, that's not cooking somebody. That's barbecue. All chicken. I'm saying is that it, it, there were moments that the games got close, and it was Fred Van Vliet and it was Kyle Lowry who did a lot to make sure that the games ended with them in a win. It was I'm not, not a line, though. You're proving my point. It, 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 like I said before, basketball is a team sport. It doesn't matter when players give you 40 and 50. Right, but you, that's you're, that's your, point about Kawhi, your point about Kawhi is that he shows up in the most important moments, and that's probably why he's not getting that. And I'm saying that Kawhi has yet to ever show in a situation. So I, 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 I Honestly, I don't understand this argument, so I'm just going to jump to the next one of All-Star Snows, which, which we should have got to probably an hour ago. All right, so who do you think your all-star snubs for this year is? I don't think there were any snubs. Mike Conley? There's an argument for him to be a snub, but I, I don't think that there were any snubs. I think Utah has the biggest argument for the only team that should have three players. But I don't think that, like, any of the guards who got picked over Mike Conley are, I don't think he's having better seasons than any of them, but because of the record of the Utah Jazz, and not just that they're the best team in the West, they're the best team in the NBA by a mile right now, at least based on record, they have what, nine losses? They're not even at double digit losses and everyone else is. So they, they've, created, they've created separation between the teams in the West and they've created separation amongst the NBA. And so, so to, and, and at the point when All-Stars were selected, that separation was even further apart. So I think if there's an argument for a team to have three All-Stars, Utah has it, but I don't think that any guard that was selected over Mike Conley is having, um, I don't think he's having a better season than any of them. Only player I would say was Chris Paul. But uh, I mean, it wasn't too far of a gap between those two. Uh, they both was averaging what six. Yes, but Chris Chris Paul's team last year didn't make the playoffs, and they're in the playoffs this year. So. Yeah, I mean, but you can say the same thing for the Jazz. Last year they weren't a number one seed and outright favorite. Right now, if you look at the numbers, and I feel like they should have had three, like you said, and. But they were playoff squad last year, and they were still one of the top teams in the NBA last year. So they were not number one, but they were one of the, the upper echelon teams. 
Yeah, that's, I, I don't think yeah, I don't nobody, think nobody nobody honestly respected the Jazz last year, and I, I still think some people are really having a hard. People time. don't respect the Jazz this year, so that doesn't mean much to me. But I'm just saying, the 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 Sixers have t- not the Sixers the the Pistons have taken a bigger jump than the Jazz have taken as a team. So, um, I I think there's a bigger date a bigger debate between whether Chris Paul or the other one should have made it Booker. I think there's a bigger debate between who should have been the oh, person yeah. picked. They both they both ended up making it, so it doesn't matter. But I think that's the bigger debate. But I don't think you should. I don't think you can debate that Chris Paul has added significant value and that you know he's an all star. Oh yeah, he can make everything better. Go. I just I just thought it was kind of. And then the other one was in the East. I don't know how Tobias Harris didn't make it. I thought he should have made it over Ben. I love Ben Simmons, but he should have made it over Ben Simmons, especially. The way he's playing this year, what he averaged about 20 in game. You know, that's another player that people have been saying doesn't show up in playoff moments or just in general. Do you think Toby shows up in the playoffs? Oh, no, he doesn't. We're going to see what he do this year. Um, I think that um, I think that's fair to say that he should have made it over. I agree with that. I mean, I don't I don't think that you guys deserve three all-stars. I know like on the last episode, you tried to make that argument. I didn't agree with that, but I, I do think that Tobias is putting up all-star numbers. Um, you know, the problem with Ben Simmons is that his numbers are not necessarily reflective, um, but he's like a beast on defense and he's an incredible playmaker. And so he's the bigger name. And I think off of that alone is probably why he ma- he, he made it. But I, I do think that, Tobias is having the better season. Yeah, most definitely. So, um, but I don't think there were any snubs. I, I don't, people get really worked up over All-Star. They say the fans are crazy. Um, but I mean, if you look at it, if we would have went by the media vote, Kyrie wouldn't have made it because like the media hates him and they they scored him really low. They, they put him at like four, I think, of guards when he's clearly not the fourth guard. Um, and now his season has been incredible. So um, I think for the most part, it was right. I think that they need to increase the number of all-stars. Um, and I think it just needs to be positionless because that also, you know, because in the West with the guard situation, there's so many guards, so many guards. And um, what if CJ didn't get hurt? Then you would have had CJ in the mix and he definitely was deserving of an all-star spot. You know, um, so, it, you know, th- that's another reason why it's just like with Conley, should he have three? Because CJ was there, you would have definitely had to have given PJ and, 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 and you would have definitely had to give up. It's really difficult in the West. And I think that Mike Conley might end his career never having been an all-star is kind of a travesty, but that just shows you the level of talent of the guards in the West. Yeah, 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 I don't think he's going to end up being an awesome unless he ends up maybe going to East, but I doubt he, I doubt he ever does that. Uh, I think he probably ended his career in Utah. Um, but yeah, appreciate you coming out. Uh, do you want to add anything else? No, I don't think so. Um, if you're a big believer in wins, I mean, do you think players like Luca? And um, Brad Beal should be all stars when their teams are where they are. Uh, well, Brad Beal, he's the leading scorer in the league, so obviously he got to make it. But Luca, I mean, that's a different discussion. Um, 
I mean, Luca's season is way better than Brad Beal's. So just by being the leading scorer, you should make it. Because, I mean, his numbers are clearly better than Brad Beal's. Like, he's scoring, like, a few less points, but rebounds. and I mean, Yeah, you know, I Brad Beal's never been the guy to go rebound and assist, but you know he's always been out there getting buckets. Uh, you know, that's what a lot of people like, especially fans, like to see, especially in the All-Star games, shooting and dunking. So he's always going to be adding into that. But Luca can get buckets. It's not like he can't. Like Luca can easily get like thirty or thirty. Oh no, no, I never, I, no, I never said that. I'm just saying. Well, we all know Luca's always going to make the altar team off the starting lineup because of the fan uh, votes. Um, but you know, I'm just curious about how much non-winning teams should like. There's a there's a lot of all stars this year from teams that are below 500. You know. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't. I don't think records should de- determine who makes the All Star team if you put up the numbers. Now, does it should it determine how many players you bring to the All Star? Possibly, but I, I still think if you're on a bad team, you put up numbers, you should you should be able to make the All Star team. Got it. Okay, so winning is not a factor to you. Yeah, not not when it comes to the All Star. Should that Brad Bill be an All NBA player? Um, what his numbers? Yeah, it's not. I mean, because you can't really say it's his fault that they're the reason why they're losing at this point. Like, you, you, you got a guy giving up, putting up 50, and they're still losing. I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Him not knowing how to play defense is not a factor. But Brad Bill never was known for his defense ever. He was always known for- he has to be known for it. But I mean, and I, I'm not blaming him for the losing at all, but I'm just saying, like, do we think there's nothing he can do better to improve his game to give his team more? of a chance to win? I mean, you could say he can play defense better, but it's a lot of players on offense you can say he can play defense better. But, you know, he's, he's never been that guy. What was it in Florida? Was he in Florida? He wasn't a defensive guy. Okay. It would be interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm someone who factors winning into these things because I don't see how we can say you're an all-star or – an all NBA player and if your team is like the worst in the league not that his is and 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 they're starting to win now anyway so it may not be relevant but I don't see like how you can be on like one of the bottom squads and like you're still getting all those accolades because then what is your contribution really it can't all be your teammates I mean sometimes the teammates are important but it just I don't know something feels like weird about that to me that team's young Outside of Russell and him, is that that team is ridiculously young. So I mean, I wouldn't make that excuse because they're young, but that's part of the problem. Yeah, I mean, they're they they might make they might end up being a playoff squad, like I said earlier, because now that they have their team healthy, Russ is better now. He's playing better. You know, I think they're probably going to make a run, and they could sneak in. It's the East, so you know. What about Vukovic? I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Oh, Do you think you he should have been one? Oh, yeah, I love Luzovic. I'm still mad. My Sixers trading away for Andrew Bynum. Uh, but, yeah, I always knew he was going to be a good player, and he's obviously lifting up to that hype. Uh, I think he, I was I was glad he finally made it. Didn't he make it last year? No, I don't think – let me check. I don't think he did, though. I don't remember me on that team last year. I thought he made it last year. Now, I know people were saying Sabonis. I love Sabonis. But, yeah, uh has been playing phenomenal, especially with Air AG being injured. So – so you think he's having a better season than Sabonis? I wouldn't say that, but like the way he's playing right now without AG uh, is phenomenal. So 
I mean, I got I, I love I love Sabonis game. I got him on my fantasy team. He's he's a, a dynamic double double guy. But I, I mean, I still I, mean, I still would have took Buzovic over there. You would have okay. And what about players like Bam? I I, I mean. I, I, me personally, I feel like Bam is overrated. Obviously, you know it's nice that he finally got a jump shot, which which is which is phenomenal. But you know, I, I don't, where do you I, think he's overrated? Like the defensive part, they always say. I mean, he's a great defender, but I just remember every time. Obviously, Embiid kills anybody he plays against. But I'm just like every time they play, he gets barbecue chicken. But Embiid, I can't really say that because Embiid does that to a lot of big men. Um, but you know, I, I like Bam. It's just I feel like he's overhyped. And when they, but, but, oh, it was ESPN that pissed me off for that. They had him ranked higher than Joel Embiid last year in the preseason rankings. I was like, what? Who did? Uh, ESPN. Had who ranked higher? Bam over uh, Embiid. I was like, what the fuck? As a defensive player? Oh, overall. I was like, huh? Really? You know how they do all them pre-rankings before the season start. And you know how they Bam had- was, this year, yeah. Bam, or when was Bam ranked higher than Embiid? This year. Really? Their ranking was crazy this year, so I, I can believe it. I just I didn't realize they ranked Bam over Embiid. That's when I was like, all right, this this is getting ridiculous. I mean, I think Embiid's a top ten player in the NBA or a fringe like ten eleven. Where do you have him? Yeah, I, w- I would say around that top ten. Maybe this year five. Well, I was, well obviously this year probably one or two because of his numbers. But uh, yeah, I don't even see Bam being close to that. So that that seems like a really crazy ranking to me. Okay, so you don't think Bam was a snub? What about Trey Young? Uh, yeah, I was a little bit shocked about that. I thought the fans would probably vote him in, but I know obviously Kyrie. I just knew he was gonna get in. Uh, the regular All Star reserves. I didn't know what the hell they were thinking with that. Um, but you think Trey was a snub? Oh yeah, most definitely. And you think Conley was a snub? Are those the two who you think were snubbed? Yeah, Conley and, and Trey Young. All right. And I was well, I, I figured they were gonna put James Harden in there. Um, they had to do that. It was a no-brainer. Um, but yeah, I still think that Trey Young should have been in there somehow, some way. I was a little bit shocked by the Jalen Brown pickup. I was like, uh, okay. You don't think he's having a great season? I mean, he is, but it wasn't better than Trey Young's. Okay. I understood the Zach Levine because he's playing phenomenal, even though the Bulls are terrible. Uh, but Are they terrible? Well, I mean, they've been playing a little bit better, but their record is terrible. But, you know, the East been, I don't know what's going on. It's like the East going back old school being terrible with their records. But, uh, well, the bottom five. I mean, if, yeah, you know, they two games out. But when they play playoff teams, they don't live up to the uh, matchup. So I don't. Isn't that kind of the same about Philly, though? They're not doing well against playoff teams. Yeah, but we're still 22 and 12, and they're 15 and 17. <laughs> That's the big Does game. that matter if you don't beat the teams? <laughs> huh? Well, you're biased because Philly's your team. I mean, I want Philly to be there. I like the team, but it's a little concerning to me that they don't have a good record versus playoff squads or better teams. At some point, you got to start beating those teams, too. I mean, the, like, like the last situation, I, I feel like, I don't know. I think they wrestling. Let somebody be wrestling players. I don't know why they do that against me. Play like the good teams. But it is what it is. If it works for us to stay healthy in the playoffs, I'm cool with it. 
Okay. They're not resting MB this season unnecessarily, right? This is all because of his back, or are they just resting him certain oh, games? Uh, I feel like I feel like sometimes they do rest him some games, which I mean I don't have like I said, I don't have a problem with it if, if it means he's fully healthy, playoff time, refreshed. Um, are you gonna have an issue if that affects his MVP chances? I, I don't think it is because when he plays, they play phenomenal. When he doesn't, it's uh, like last night he put up fifty. I mean they I, lost, I, I, right, in overtime? I, yeah, I don't think he could do any more than that for us to win. Well, like I said, Seth Curry had a bad game, but it is what it is. He's, I think he's still trying to get his steps back, uh, flow back from when he got ended with the COVID situation. Uh, I'm just glad. So you're back. hoping for Kyle Lowry. Is there anyone else you're hoping they pick up? Uh, bring my guy J.J. Reddick back, but he's definitely got to come off the bench because I refuse. Is J.J. playing well this season? I haven't watched the Pels that much. Uh, not really. He's been He's been playing okay. But we, I, I just want him for a shooting. I don't really need like I, I just when he was here with us when he was starting, it was like a nightmare watching him defend the pick and roll defense. Oh my goodness! Um, so that's why I would love for him to come off the bench, just be that shooter like the year when we had. Uh, I don't know if you remember when we had Bella Nelly on the team, something like that. Come off the bench and just fire shooting threes. Yeah, um, Philly's an interesting team. Um, I think you guys are a really good squad. Like I said, the only thing that concerns me is y'all record against like better teams, but I think you're the only team that stands a shot against the Nets. I know you don't believe in the Nets, but I mean, they are playing better and better defense. So something yeah, to watch out for. Yeah, you know, I always talk about KD. One of the best, I always say one of the best schools ever played a game, uh, especially definitely mid-range. Um, but you know, I just, I just, I just fear they bench. I just fear like eventually some, one of them starters gonna have to come out. And I feel like that's when it gets ugly for us. You guys have a good bench. Um, before when we have Shake, yes. But when we don't, it, it looks terrible. And I think Shake is starting to get his footing back from when he got injured. And I feel like he'll be ready by the time the playoffs to play like he was playing actually at the beginning of the year when he was in the six man of the year talks. So right now, do you think you guys have enough to win it all, or do you think you are like a piece or two away? On paper, I think we we have, we have enough to to make it to the finals. Now, do I think we're going to beat Lakers with this team on a seven-game series? I don't know. Now, if we get Kyle Lowry, I, I think we do. I think on paper we have enough to get through the East. But on the West, that's a different story. So you think you beat the 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 the, the Nets in a seven-game series with this current squad? Oh, yeah, because I, I just think when they bring their bench in, it's, it's going to get really ugly for them. And I feel like Ben Simmons can play majority of the game. I feel like Tobias, and obviously B is going to need to rest because, you know, that, that man, he, he sneezes on him while he gets injured. Um, but I think we have enough to beat them. And I feel like Dwight uh, plays – I don't need him to be like a double-double guy like he was back in the day. If he if he just gives us this, gives us the defensive presence of rim protector and uh, clog the paint and just keep doing what he's doing with the rebound, I, th- I think we'd be good there. Uh, I think we're just missing a couple of shooters. But, you know – I think that's Doc. We need to play Isaiah Joe a little bit more. I don't know why we don't. Um, it's a great shooter from Arkansas, rookie. Um, I, I feel like Maxi lost his confidence when Seth Curry came back. But why? I, um, you know, because when Seth Curry was out, he was getting a lot of peak playing time, and then now it's, it's obviously been cut back due to Seth Curry coming back. Um, and then I just I think he just lost his rhythm and flow and confidence. Are you pleased so far with the job that Doc is doing? Oh yeah, most definitely. It's much better than that guy, Brett Brown. I mean, I love, I like Brett Brown, but he, he just wasn't going to take us to the next level. 
and your new GM, you're okay with that too? Oh my God, Daryl Moore is a guru. I'm just glad he didn't bring James Harden here. So you're, you're not a fan of him? Oh, I love Daryl Moore. Okay. When he got rid of Al Horford, I was like, oh, bless this guy's heart. I don't know how he finessed people to get this trade off. Okay. All right. So then if the season does not end with you guys making it to the finals, you would look at that as a fail? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Like I always say, if you ain't playing winning championship, what are you playing for? Sorry about that. My phone in the background. Okay. Well, I was just curious because I want to remember this, like at the end of the season, if you guys don't make it to the finals, I don't want you to go back and be like, oh, like call out all these things that are an issue that you didn't think were an issue now. Because remember, you don't take the Nets seriously. Yeah, I don't take them guys seriously. They're a great team. So if the Nets win. I don't trust their bench. You're going to own that, right? Oh, I, 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 you know, I, I'll be a man of word. They went up like, well, they played. They did what they had to do with they had, what they had off the bench. Obviously, they got three great scores. I, I just don't, I don't, I don't buy into that bench. I mean, they, 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 they did a nice little plug-in when they got Andre Robeson to get that defender because people have been saying they don't have no lockdown wing defender. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's enough still. Well, for what it's worth, I am rooting for the Sixers to come out the East, so um, they better not let me down. Yep, we know we stay healthy. I think we'll be fine. And All right. We got to rest players do that, and we might slip to number two. I mean, that's fine. We just got to show up on the road. That's all we got to do. Well, Rob, thank you for having me. I know it got a little testy between us today. All right, no problem. It's all good. Um, all right, so till next week. All right, see you next week. Yep, later. All right, see it. All right, right back into it uh, with our next section of Will the Cowboys sign Dak to a contract extension by March 9th? Uh, me personally, I feel like they're going to try to franchise tag him again and try to work a deal out uh, by July. Um, so I don't think they're going to actually get a deal worked out by March 9th due to Jerry Jones being stubborn, probably don't want to give Dak the four-year contract that he wants. But he, when Jerry Jones wants to give us the five-year, <laughs> so I still think that'd be the main thing that holds him up. They talk about his injuries. Uh, with the ankle, um, but they continue to pay Tony Romo, who had way worse injuries with the um, with his back. That surgery several times on that. Um, I just think they're just playing with Dak at this point. And if if they try to franchise tag, if I was Dak, I would just sit out the entire year until they pay the man what he deserves. He already bet himself before and proven that he can lead this team. So what the Cowboys were like with under Andy Dalton at center. And the other guy, Ben DiNucci. So we obviously know that we need Dak in our offense to, for us to succeed. And also, he was on a uh, record-breaking pace in um, passing yards last year. which was in the top 10 still for like two, two or three weeks after he got injured, the uh, season injury injury. So it's, it's clear that our office needs Dak, and hopefully management finally sees that and pays him what he deserves. But I don't think it gets done before uh, March 9th. Uh, don't, again, don't forget to follow social media, blog access 101. Don't forget our $100 cash app giveaway uh, that will take place. The picking will take place once we reach 3,000 views. Thanks for listening. Oh, also remember to um, subscribe and leave a review if you have Apple Podcasts. And if you have only Spotify, um, just subscribe and listen. Thank you.